Welcome back. We're talking Paul Eagle and the fact that yesterday afternoon he announced his key policies for the Wellington mayoralty bids. Parks, pools, pipes and potholes will be something that of the first thing he tackles. He's going to run a ruler over the spending and check where the spending's made. What gives him the qualifications to actually run a ruler through cost? Has he run business? Has he any background in running multi-billion dollar businesses? Uh, I just question that because really if I was deciding to be a mayor and I've run business all my life, I would find the best accountant that money could buy, the best auditor that money could buy, and I'd get them to look to run the ruler over it. I wouldn't be looking at it. I wouldn't have a clue. As much business, uh, as much uh, as information about running businesses that I have going through my mind, I'd want an expert to come in and look at it. Uh, I think that's... Uh, a sensible thing to do rather than someone that's got no business acumen at all, as far as I can see in reading his CV, that should be deciding to run a ruler through the costs. Someone that's been a bit outspoken uh, about Paul Eagle's policies has been fellow uh, mayoralty candidate Tori Farno, and she joins me now. Good morning, Tori. Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you? More to the point. Oh, I'm very well, thank you. Good to chat again. So you've, you've felt that uh, these policies are sort of, I, I'm going to say this, not you, but sort of ho-hum, you know, you expected it and you agree with it. Oh, no, totally. Like, I, I, do, I do actually support these policies. I just don't think they're very um, visionary, so to speak. Like, yeah. as I've mentioned before, we have a housing crisis, we have a climate crisis, and we have people who are really kind of struggling at the moment, and I don't think these policies address that at all. What would you do differently? What I would do differently is I, I think um, we can still implement what, what he's saying, but what we actually need um, is a visionary mayor to put on the table how are we going to address the housing crisis, how are we going to deal with our public uh, transport issues, and how are we going to help our most vulnerable. And I've already announced a number of policies that aims to do that, um, and that was sort of what I was hoping to hear from my competitors. Uh, and so far, I'm very underwhelmed. How are you going to tackle, if you become mayor, how are you going to tackle the disharmony around that table? So why I'm running for mayor is that I believe I'm the only candidate who's experienced in leading really successful teams, uh, bringing together a coalition, so knowing how to work with different political parties uh, and personalities to, to reach a common goal. So I just use those same practices with um, these councillors, treat all of them with respect uh, and get all of them to work towards a common goal, a common vision. We're going to have to make some compromises, and I'm so ready to do that. Um, but I genuinely believe that the other competitors do not have that experience. Now, you've been on the trail for nearly a year. Yes. How, how have things changed? What, have, what in your mind has changed in the last eight or nine months since you announced? Uh, for me, I suppose I've heard a lot more from people and, and what the issues are. Um, what it's done is kind of reinforce my concerns. So a lot of people just want to be able to afford a home here. 
um, especially, you know, I've been chatting a lot to our university students who feel like they just have no hope in the city and are probably um, aiming to move away. Um, people are actually wanting to deal with water infrastructure and see that done as soon as possible. Um, and people are just wanting to see a much more effective uh, public transport system. Um, and I know that's a tricky one. It can, be, it can lead to some really volatile conversations. So I am very keen to work um, on all angles here and see how we can come to a, a really healthy compromise. Have you made yet a stand on three waters yourself personally? Yes, I have. Uh, and at this point, I support it because what that means is that our infrastructure will actually be dealt with and we'll be able to um, reallocate council money uh, to focus on other problems. What would the first thing that Tori Fano would do once she's put the chains around her neck? I know this is probably not the sexiest uh, policy, but I would push for water infrastructure, mainly because we're starting to see uh, a few more explosions um, of water across the city, uh, which indicates to me that they're pretty in, um, that they're in a, a dire sort of state. We are talking about Paul Eagle's policies that he announced yesterday. What's what was the glaring omission from Tory Farnell's view? housing uh, and how we address the cost of living um, issues while the government has a big part to play in it, so does the Mayor. What's your view on council uh, council accommodation? We are the, you know the Wellington City Council, I'm sure you know this, but I'm not sure our listeners know, are the second or first uh, biggest uh, housing occupy, you know, housing uh, landlord in the country. Yeah, that's right. I think, uh, well, what I've been hearing from uh, those on the ground is that they're actually not in a very good state. Um, so I think when we are looking at our housing plan, we are going to need to either build more public housing uh, and bring the other um, homes up to scratch. They're also not accessible to so those with um, disability issues. And I've been told that um, from the community is that they're, they're not providing a good enough home for them. Tori, thanks for joining us this morning on Wellington Mornings. Uh, yeah, Tori Farno, who is running for the mayoralty as well.